0: This week in league, Knotha looks to be responsible for the two biggest gaps in the West Tigers, their defensive line and their player retention.
1: Kalen Ponga's coward season set to continue into 2021 as he reveals he won't have the heart to start.
0: The Broncos lift the lid on Kevi's secret recruitment plan,
1: recruit every Cook Titans player that still has boots. Plus, we bring you all the action for the annual Twilly Awards for the 2020 NRL season. All that
0: more this weekend, Lee. Lee. All right. Yes, first things first, we are live. Uh, We've got a ton of people in the chat room, which is great. And, um, yeah, you're going to be it's, it's going to be a, a, a weird loose show because we've got a, a very active chat room for the live one this time it is immediately usually it sort of builds up and gets drunker and, and that sort of thing but um it's all happening welcome to episode 379 of this week in league I'm Nate and I'm jay and this is the first time that we've probably done an episode in person for
1: I don't know it feels like a lot a long well all but maybe th- it's all not. through origin we didn't because he yes. had to do those. Correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. So mm. and and I think I feel like we've done one after origin, but it still it feels like it's a long uh, a long time though. What are we both drinking? I'm drinking fucking water and from the look of it stepdad's drinking coffee.
1: Yes. Is that, would that be would yes. that be fair to say? That's it. <laughs> um
0: I do I do have a uh a, a lot of um alcohol out there and i was just like I'm just, I'm just fucking hitting, hitting so many goals. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I need to get smashed yeah, just no. yet because, I've uh, got a wedding to attend next week, uh, on Thursday. And, uh, that's when, that's when I want to kind of draw a line in the sand. And then after that, it's just fucking on, um, for, until New Year's, I'd say. But, uh, at the moment being very, uh, hydro homies. Okay. And, uh cherry juice there's a lot of weird drink suggestions coming in the uh, coming in the chat no breezes of course obviously oh someone just smashed a
1: monster you fucking animal
0: <laughs> Go, son. and paul max says soft listen boy, you can you can have a great time without drinking i know that you know that <laughs> <laughs> you and darren lockyer are well aware <laughs> you don't need the drink to have a good time now uh This is our yearly season-ending episode, obviously, uh, where we reveal the Twilly results live and then this will obviously be released. You may be listening to this as a podcast after the fact because it will be released as a regular episode and the final episode of the season. Are there any news stories that you wanted to speak about this week? Uh, As far as the news stories are concerned, I don't really... We've got a cup. We've got a hung jury in one case. We've got a jury that's going to be hung in the and, in the Jared Hayman as well. And I don't particularly yeah, feel like the, getting into all the, all these, you know, speaking about rapists.
1: Exactly, alleged rapists. Yes,
0: for now, mm-hmm.
1: it's it's not news until there's a verdict. And th- these are pretty simple. There's there's going to be what many consider a common sense verdict, mm-hmm. or there is going to be. Uh, a, a verdict where, where there's no time served. And what I would like to remind everybody is that whilst you know, if, if you want to have the legal system and and have it there for for when it goes your way, you have to respect when it doesn't. Yeah. And also, just because a conviction isn't made or a guilty verdict isn't reached, it is not a declaration of innocence it is saying that they could not reach a guilty verdict. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the shit that, that keeps me warm at night.
0: Yeah. And the problem with the, the, the sorry, the DeBellin the, the one is that, uh, yeah, as, as we've heard, as Digi members would know, as you know, we've progressed through, yeah, with our This Week in Popo friends uh, that have been, you know, explaining various things that have been going on to us. Um, there was some procedural issues at the very, at the start of yep. the of the de thing which is which has worked out in his favor a little bit and uh from my understanding the this situation with the retrial it's going to be much faster because the legal argument that sort of bogs think bogs cases down that's all done that's not going to happen uh, in round two but the crucial thing is that they won't have the the victim testifying yeah this time round, and what they will instead do is play like edited Highlights of her testimony by yeah. video, and this then, in our in our friend's experience, means that it's un, that he, in his experience it's almost zero chance of getting a conviction because the jurors just can't make a connection with the victim yep based on edited highlights of yeah. you know of, of yeah. testimony. So, so just. Prepare yourselves for that eventuality. I mean, things things are reported in the media, you know, very salacious and everything like that. But unfortunately, yeah, and this is a conversation we've kind of had more on the members' episodes about the the job of the prosecution and the job of the defence. That's it. That's
1: it. it. I, I, I think it was a members' episode. I think it was a member, I, yeah. I, yeah. I had a chat with one of the guys who worked on the defence team once, just just at a, a work function. Um, He was on the defence team. Mm-hmm. For um, a child murderer mm-hmm. in in Queensland, okay, fairly high profile case. Yep, um, and and in in a roundabout way, I sort of you know said to him, "How the fuck do you sleep at night?" And he mentioned that that yeah, in the beginning it was really tough, but but he doesn't see his job as you know defending murderers. He sees his job as making sure that the prosecution have to do their job yep. flawlessly mm-hmm. in order to get a conviction. So he says that what he's trying to do is to stop the system being able to just say, uh, you know, we think someone was murdered here. Looks like that guy did it. So Your, your phone says you were in a 10-kilometer radius of this place Yeah. Um, and we can't find any of the other three people, so mm. we'll just say it's you and send you to jail.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And uh, Jared Haynes, he came out to, you know, Jared Haynes' lawyer kind of basically argued that All guilty he, of he was shit in bed, being, shit, being shit in bed, yeah, <laughs> being shit in bed, and, uh, and I was just having this conversation just uh, <laughs> before we started recording, but it's like, honestly, if that's me and I'm in that situation where I'm facing, like, aggravated, like, sexual assault charges for, you know, tearing into a, tearing into a vagine, you know, biting shit and whatever, you know, he, whatever he allegedly got up to. Yeah. I would rather the world think that I was shit in bed <laughs> than than get sent up to to the pen where and have my asshole. Which someone could prove it. <laughs> yeah, where, well, where someone some where my asshole gets absolutely fucking destroyed to the point where there's yeah. I can't do anything else but just shit in bed. So uh, that's the <laughs> end this week. This week in in, uh, in uh, rapies, one Look, article through the, the less know.
1: the lesson out of it is for yes. Garrett Hayne. Don't take forty-seven pingers and then go down on a girl. You got that fucking crank jaw. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because
0: yeah, I mean you know look, we'll all be in in there.
1: (laughs) You know what? That's that's not like you know. I nearly had a car accident today.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not saying I'm I'm not. I'm not saying
1: we've, we've all. My we've well, loved we've, one's got a very serious illness. Enough. We've all been there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that we've all, all uh, gone down on someone whilst whilst after 47 pingers. But I mean, look, all I'm saying is we've all been to the big day out when it was on, and we've all got closer to the front gate, and we've seen the fucking police dogs there. All, <laughs> all I'm saying is. <laughs> We've taken, we've, we've had to, we've had to take them then and there, and uh, chew our faces off <laughs> for the next six hours <laughs> in the 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 the, the former Southbank Park uh, so Southport Parklands where they are called, which is now like fucking completely developed, uh, pretty much. I think I drove down last time I was down Smith
1: Street. Yeah, it's um the uni precinct.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, it, like it—it it, it kind of was like, like it was—it was adjacent to the uni precinct back then. And now it's, the now it's like fully ta- boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, which is fucking great. Once again, we're all- <laughs> Once again, we are. We are so old. Uh, another story I just saw, and I've just fucking lost it. Here we go. vlandis he's come out again. <laughs> He's uh he, he's come out and he, and obviously there's been a bit of uh you know contract related uh, you know fuckery and and, and yeah. whinging mostly coming you know from the the Balmain region and Flanders uh, has said he's gonna it's the right time to stamp out the players breaking NRL contracts to chase bigger paychecks so at a meeting of the uh, the RLC on Wednesday he discussed changes that would forbid a player walking out on a contract to earn money more money elsewhere and. Uh, what he's saying there is that uh, it's a, you know, they're negotiating with the RLPA. It's a concern they have. The fans are very much aggravated about it. Honestly, it's just the West Tigers fans predominantly. So, mm. you know, I'm kind of a little bit, you know, mm. not in my backyard. <laughs> but what they want to try and do, uh, as I scroll down, my understanding of it is that they want to do something where if you if you do leave to another club <gasps> short of your contract expiring, then you can't earn more than you were going to get Yep, that that year at the con- and and I think we've actually floated something like that yeah. earlier this year, didn't exactly. we? Yeah, exactly. So uh, it, it would thank be you so for listening, Peter. Simple. Yeah, it'd be so fucking great job this season, mate,
1: for, for the NRL to, to put that that they simply will not register new contracts. Yep, that are for a higher value than the contract already in the system. Yeah, yeah, um, and there would obviously be be ways around that. There would be capacity I assume for if both a club and a player agree yeah you know I, yep. I I don't know if I could um look at the circumstances there but it would have to be that not that they agree to the termination of the current contract but to relaxation of that rule and yeah. then that also helps people like poor old Canberra mm-hmm. who seem to have a proliferation of you know fuckhead players well, the, or did anyway or yeah, did. Yeah. yeah um yeah. So no, I'd I'd absolutely welcome that rule.
0: Yeah, same, so, same. So, I mean, like once again, you know, any anything, anything that has any grey area, I mean, you know, the fuckery always finds a way to be found. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we kind of spoke about Naden on the member side one the other day, so I don't think we need to go back through there just yep. yet. I don't think there's been any uh any
1: developments. Yes, strive player agency. I could see a few of your counterparts bending the rules, and let's be yeah. frank, all it does. Oh, uh, and ugh, look depends on how long how long they got left. Generally, players have got one year left. Yeah. So all that does is it, when that happens, it's very
0: often a player. It's yeah. very oh, sorry. It's very rare when a player would like. I don't know if they you know like it has to be kind of the Titans, I guess, like someone's a five
1: year deal. Yeah, and <laughs> and, then, and again, that's an interesting point to make. So if you've if you've got a year left on your contract, mm-hmm. how do the NRL police? if you are earning more is it only in that final year how hard, how easy is that then to say like okay well we're still going to pay you 6 mil yeah, over this yeah and we'll
0: give you x and y in in years 2 and 3 we're going to give yeah, you this we'll much back end It yeah
1: it it does then lead to clubs back-ending stuff which always yeah. ends well
0: and there i mean there's not there's nothing really uh I mean, there's 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 nothing really atypical with that. I mean, players do you know they they do struct deals are structured all the time to to fit with the the you know the expansions and contractions of of the the cap space available to clubs based on other players they have exactly. and all that sort of thing. So yeah, I mean, well there you go. We've already uh mm. we've worked we've worked out how that system's fucked. That's and <laughs> and so Pete just don't do it, mate. It's not going to work. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Des Hasler got fucking two premierships for that. I mean, it didn't work so, quite so well for the doggies. But, <laughs> 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 but, but he got he got two. I mean, there, let's face it, there were four grand finals and and two premierships from not the entirely Hasley years, but the years yeah. that were affected by him. So, you know, it's 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 hard to argue with the success. It's
1: funny. I, I was listening to uh, an episode of Freakonomics yes. podcast today. Yeah. Highly recommend if anyone's interested yep. in that sort of thing. They're very
0: smart guys. Uh,
1: and they did a whole show on the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. So I'm not
0: really that familiar with any, the, the, uh,
1: they're a good iron team. I know, I know about they the 49 but what, what specifically,
0: what specifically did um, they, like, what aspect were they talking about? Like one, one of player their, or
1: one of their, uh, players is a racist, um, <laughs> shout out,
0: shout I, out Bosa.
1: No, this was back in the, uh, Copernic days. Oh, okay. Kaepernick yeah. Days.
0: Okay. So we're going back like sort of five years now, no. you know,
1: at this point, no 17, 18. He hasn't, what do you use it now? It's 20 now. It was 18 right? that he did his knee thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And I only know that because I listened to it literally of yeah. hours ago. I'm not <laughs> a subject matter expert. Um, but but it was very interesting. It wasn't about the 49ers per se, or yeah. the, you know, the bulk of it was. But part I was looking at is it doesn't, results have no bearing in that league. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it, it's like the NRL, but their salary cap, they have a minimum and a maximum. Mm so they get no matter where you finish, you mm-hmm. get two hundred and fifty million from the NFL. Totally, yeah, yeah. Your two hundred and fifty mil, your cap caps out at one hundred and eighty something, or it did back then. Yeah, and you must spend a minimum of one hundred and sixty something. Yeah, it was just very interesting, just in the economies of it, economies of scale in terms of what they can afford and what they then do. Yeah, um, but it's impossible to lose money. Basically, they yeah, came yeah. to the conclusion that if you own an NFL franchise, you would have to try incredibly hard, and literally have you know, burn money day, yeah. where you handed a hundred <laughs> to every fan that entered the arena and got them to set it on fire, yeah, to lose money at the end of the year, yeah,
0: and that's basically that that's that's a like a modern eventuality, like the NBA, like remember when when mm. uh, when when Mark Cuban bought the Mavs, yeah. He bought them for fucking nothing. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah, and now they're worth everything. everything. I mean, and like, let's face it, he was a wealthy man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he was he was a, he was one of those guys that cashed out in the bubble. Yeah, but you know, uh, man, it's it's, it's crazy. And then when when all these competitions, they all just hit a certain revenue and exposure point, then now it's just like too big to fail. Like it's just it's just not it's just not possible. Ho 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 it's coming up to Christmas time and uh I one thing that hoes don't like is hairy fucking bush ball bags. No. If you're a yambag if you a
1: hoe, you don't care. <laughs> but let's be frank, whose New Year's resolution was I wanna fuck a hoe. Yeah, that's you true. Want, you want to get away from the hoes. It's true. You know? You yeah. need the anti de hote. You wanna you wanna upclass your hoe situation. Exactly.
0: So, so well, so so basically, a hairy yambag is not going to do. No, but we've got the solution. It's a hoe magnet. An ab- it's a, it is a ma- It's not just a magnet. It's also a toolkit
1: to take you wherever you want to take it. That's it. Um, what you need is a hoe deterrent, and nothing deters the hoes like the surest sign that a man has self-respect discipline, wonderful personal hygiene regime. And that is a fucking real dad's head smooth ball bag. Exactly. And the only way to get one.
0: And we got the medicine. Manscaped. 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 Manscaped Manscaped.com. Great supporters of this show. The best in men's below and above the waist grooming. And they have got all of the goods you need. To keep to, to ensure that you're taking care of your balls and your nose hairs and your ears hairs, and fucking everything in between. Yeah. With the fantastic Lawnmower 3.0, that would be my favourite device that we've had from Manscaped this year, and yeah. then that uh, that we've uh, you know, read for the guys. It's it's fucking amazing. You're not gonna. I mean, you know we've gone into situations where we're talking about fucking you know yeah you know, people like you know, chewing up their balls with a fucking razor or you know nicking it or whatever with a yeah. you know trying to use a, a yeah. razor that's not actually custom designed for the Go job back at hand. To
1: previous I've got one where I was nearly in a fucking manslaughter situation <laughs> and had to have toxicology reports done after that hair removal cream went down someone's throat exactly
0: and now it's christmas time coming up You've still got time to get the greatest gift for the man in your life or the man in someone else's life, the someone that you pity because they've got to deal with this hairy fucking ball bag. The Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. It comes with the Lawnmower 3.0. You get the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer as well. They are the goods. And the thing is, it's not just... I mean, those devices are great and they are obviously the bread and butter of the Manscaped product line. But... Personally, I like all the little, like the little touches that you get with your package as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you get the shed, you know, which is like a quality fucking toiletries bag, which is now like my my go to toiletries bag for when I'm traveling. Okay, yep. you get the, the boxer shorts are comfortable as fuck.
1: Yeah, they're
0: great. They're They're, fucking, they're just they are comfortable. They're awesome. And the the crop preserver ball deodorant <laughs> ball deodorant. Yep. The the the, uh, the ball toner the crop reviver. Yep. Look, I'll be honest. I don't exactly know what which one of those is meant to do, but you fuck, you throw it on and, and and your shit feels lovely. Yeah. And I mean, isn't that what it's isn't that what it's all about? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the wipes. I mean, the the wipes are the shit. Yeah. I will tell you what, when you get in a situation where there's like a, a quick cleanup required. Yep. After you after after you know you you you've been with a lady friend, fucking tremendous.
1: Well, it was that photo I sent you in our group chat. <laughs> <laughs> Hair. Little stepdad basically looked like a bystander in a Freddy Krueger movie. Yes. So, <laughs> those wipes came in real handy. <laughs> what I'm also now concerned about is how easily potential murders can be cleaned up because that got that shit out of there with no trace. Yes. It's awesome. Yep.
0: It's just a, a wonderful package. Great for a present because just the, I mean, the products are great but the presentation... Of the you know the packaging
1: and everything, uh, they're just custom made for like you know a gift and it's classy as fuck. Yeah. everybody knows what it's for, but it's presented in a way where somebody could open it in polite mixed company, mm-hmm. look you in the eye and say, "Thank you, my I appreciate you." Yeah, without flushes of embarrassment with a giant sign saying, "You know, trim your balls, fucking Harry and the Hendersons."
0: But then you'd, you'd have old Nana in the corner in a rocking chair, and she'd be like. What does your balls will thank you mean?
1: <laughs> Piss off, Nana. Hey, Nan. You remember the Depression? <laughs> yes. We all had to shave our gashes to try and stuff it into our socks. for eating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, fucking hell.
1: Where do you think the phrase, come dancing, cunt toes,
0: came from? <laughs> <laughs> manscaped.com <laughs> for 20% off and free shipping use the code TWILNATION all capitals at manscaped.com to get the ultimate Christmas present to treat yourself or someone
1: who you love stepdad approved
0: Okay, here we go. The first award, which is, I'm just going to open up this way and look at the title first before I actually spoil the results for myself. Initially, we're going through the team of the year. First position up is fullback and your winner with... 56.3% 56.3% of the votes.
1: Ooh. Ryan Pappenhausen. There you go. Well deserved.
0: Uh, a very, a very uh, comprehensive victory. Second place being Teddy with 27.17%.
1: Mm. Interesting. And uh
0: we got, we got a call. We got, we got Hammers with the Brimson robbed. Yes, because Brimson should Oops. have got Brim. Grimpson should have got a yeah. Who? He's, he's talking. He doesn't know he's fucking talking about. He's talking about AJ Brimson, and he's saying, oh, okay, and, he, and he's saying, it. and he's saying that guy that played like six games should be the fullback of the year versus a guy that won you know won the premiership and yeah. was fucking amazing. And I will yeah,
1: lovely um, for the Twilly Awards for the winger of the year. Winger of the year number one with fifty nine point eight percent of the votes. Solid, Fox, Fox, Josh Adokar. Well done. That's it. Start so he
0: so he took he took nearly sixty percent himself. Yeah. So that means that the
1: second guy is not really that worthy. Second, with twelve point six percent, Jesus Christ, was B Well,
0: I am proud. I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of the nation, and the, I'll tell you why I'm proud of the nation. I'm pretty sure that I was forced through peer group pressure and the will of the people to put fucking Noffa on that ballot. Yep. But he couldn't
1: get it done. Not even fucking close. Beautiful. Yes. May
0: may, may you enlighten me briefly on where he finished on a scale of one to six on the one, finishing? two
1: three, one, two, three.
0: Fourth. Fourth fourth in yeah. a six-horse race. That's it. There's your, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I guess he deserved. I mean, I'm went anyway, on Twitter tomorrow. I deserve to finish top two with the and Twillies. fourth
1: by one vote.
0: So he would have been second last otherwise. Yeah. Wow. My voice said, to nation, smart group people, they get to the right result. That's it. Category three. I'm going to say it's going to be the centers. Center. It's going to be our centers of the year. For some reason, I'm always getting these upside down. Team of the year center, a comprehensive winner for the first slot. And... Uh, Funny, Bethany in the chat says, Vooney jumped right over Stephen Crichton in the grand final. Well, unfortunately for you, Bethany, the first center picked in our team of the year with 34.6% of the vote is Stephen Crichton.
1: Fuck yes. Well done.
0: And uh, second, oh, it's a fucking razor-thin margin here, fellas. We had three players vying for the second slot in the team separated by a total of 0.79 of a percentage point. So I'm going to take it from the bottom bottom one up. Justin Olam had just under 17% of the vote. Katoni Staggs had just over over 17% of the vote. And the winner and second center in our side was Zach Lomax with 18%.
1: And not undeservedly so. Not undeservedly. Sir.
0: And, I mean, we're when we're talking about jumping over people, I mean, like, he actually had some fucking... Comment. I mean, in a team that did nothing, yeah. he did stuff. That's it. And, I mean, honestly, where's BJ at? BJ, I mean, he's probably having a fucking sook with his brother.
1: And team of the year,
0: 5.8. This is going to be fucking 60 to 70% margin, in my opinion.
1: No, 53.54 Ooh. in first place, Cameron Munster.
0: Okay, the result I expected... That's
1: it. Not not as landslide. So, okay, so who comes second? Second
0: was Jack Whiten. You fucking lunatics. Well, I mean, he he did win the Dalrym. I mean, I can't understand why people would be swayed that direction. I yeah, the whole he best had a great player se- in a shit team. He had sure. a great
1: he had a great season. Mm.
0: I mean, I, I, I guess he you did. wanted I guess you wanted Lou to, to to win
1: or come second. Look, I honestly just as far as the number six went, I thought Cody Walker had a better season.
0: Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But um, you know, but you know, it's all it's all academic because I mean, you know, any other result other than Munster winning was yeah, probably correct. bullshit. Exactly. Know? And the thing is, with these Twillies, we've also had the, Oh, for fuck's sake, we will get someone here saying that Milford, if Milford wasn't injured, he wins that category. Settle the fuck down. Um, <clears throat> Munster is also kind of he kind of advantaged in the vote this year in that. The origin was like the stuff that happened directly before the voting. Normally it's buried in the middle of the season and origin deeds don't really play, you know, too much. Hey, Kurt, how you going, buddy? It's good to see you. And um, old,
1: old friend, Kurt. Love him like a brother. And I'll tell you to this day... He doesn't get on social media much anymore since there aren't any fucking lowest common denominator pop cunt Marvel movies to watch and jack off about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: phase, the next whatever phase it is, phase four or five. It'll, it'll be yeah. starting soon enough. But yeah. um, I'll tell you.
1: I just find that the Captain America character resonates so hard with me because I love America and shields. <laughs> Growing up, <laughs> I always knew who all of these characters were right throughout my childhood. I'll tell they you. aren't completely new to me. Not I, at all. I'll tell you.
0: Um, Kurt, is uh, he, had the, he had the opportunity. He had a better opportunity than most people in in history to fucking molest me when I was in no state to defend myself and he and he took the high road and didn't do it and I'll tell you I was so fucking this is after the 2013 grand final me and, me and another friend went to uh, the the players uh, and friends and family after party um, down at Diggers and myself and another friend that used to work at the club we were drinking till 6 in the morning and like Kurt and my brother and I were sharing a hotel room so that was back at the hotel whenever they were and me and me and the other mate, we pulled the pin at six when they shut the party down, and so we somehow got back from there to to the hotel. And I remember I'm like, oh fuck, okay, they're sleeping in these beds and everything like that. I walk in there at six thirty, and then and so I'm like, fuck, where can I sleep? Oh, there's like a like a, a fucking lounge out on the mm. veranda. So I just go out on the veranda <laughs> at the Novotel Manly Pacific and I just go to sleep there. However, at 9am I woke up and I was in a bed all tucked in nicely and everything oh. was fucking great. I've got no idea how it happened. Uh. No fucking idea how it happened. But uh, I think, uh, um, I, I would like to think that, that uh, Kurt was somehow responsible. I mean, I'm sure he can tell me to tell the story and uh, and solve the mystery because I've had very few sort of blackouty situations where I just don't nice. know what happened in my life. But uh, yes. Number five, we're up to the halfback. Team of the year halfback. This is obviously going to be a large margin victory, and it is, with 60% of the vote. Just a touch over 60% of the vote. Nathan Cleary.
1: Hashtag, Yuri of Cleary. <laughs> he said... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay, so that means we've Hang got...
1: A, I just, I just need to call out something. Yeah. Um, this is that part where it happens every year. Cruzy thinks that it's fucking hilarious to say, you know, insert has been overrated ex-Bronco player here, and then the word robbed. Hammers um, is
0: in there with um, Titan player in correlating yeah, position, corresponding it. position has been
1: robbed. Robbed. So um, just keep your eyes out, folks, because it's it's a fucking laugh riot, no matter what's going on here. That chat it's, box is the most amusing I, thing you'll see I put online. it right
0: up there. I put it right up there with um, with uh, like Matty McCarthy. Like every time there's a nomination for a category for the Twillies, when we put it into the Facebook group just to say like, uh, help us make our shortlist and and he'll say like Scott Minto for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Which Scott,
1: is a fucking insult to the memory of Scott Minto. <clears throat> exactly. Keep his name out your mouth.
0: Oh, I mean, the, considering the, the shit that, you know, the, the the time he spent in Egypt and, yeah. and all that according to Wikipedia, I mean, yeah, that, that exactly. stuff is just, that's epic. Um, so yeah so 60% just over 60% of the vote for Cleary uh, in second place way down DCE nice one buddy he yeah. okay, still came second and, uh, and third place Jerome, uh, Jerome Hughes and then we got a bit of shrapnel in there where the last place getter from the six that we had on the ballot with 4% was Mitchell Moses
1: there you go the lock of the year the lock of the year this one was a lock from the minute he was on the ballot. It was a fucking lock with forty point five five percent of the vote. Most underrated man in rugby league. <laughs> oh, he's back! He's, he's, ra- he's rated now. <laughs> <laughs> um, towering over second place, Jason Tomalolo with twenty seven point five six percent of the vote. That's a, yes. that,
0: that's amazing. Tamalolo dethroned. Who would have thought? That's it. Also recency bias too, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cruz is going to say, but you take Corey Parker now, right? yeah. <laughs> or Tony Carroll, imagine. <laughs> Lolo robbed. Um, should have voted. Should have voted, exactly, should have voted. No rhino, shut up. Um, <laughs> democracy doesn't work, it really, does, it really doesn't at times, does it? Uh Number seven, the team of the year. It's our our second rowers. Let's pick two of these boys. Oh, and they almost finished exactly. Holy shit, that's close. So the first one by less than one percentage point. Dicks out for kick-out. Hey. First one in by just under a percent lead. 28 points, you know, shrapnel percent. And uh, with uh, the high 27 percents, Angus Crichton. Yep. He's our other second rower. Yep. Um, Tohu Harris put in a a notable effort yes and um, down the bottom doing two fifths of fuck all was uh, Ryan Madison with uh, under 6% nice
1: the props for team of the year again fucking landslide really landslide with in first place, 58.27% of the vote.
0: Oh, that's not bad. Yeah.
1: Josh Papali. Fair. And fucking deserved. Fair. Absolutely. Yep. Monster of a oh, season.
0: Now look, look there. Ben Dunn says, Matt Pryor, cruzy Webke. I swear to God, how do you yeah. ban people in this chat?
1: <laughs> the worst thing is though, Yeah. these cunts lack that much self-awareness <laughs> that even after I've called out their absolute pathetic shit country, Yeah. Don't get that I'm not serious. In that it's great. I <laughs> think they don't. Care. I think
0: they feel like that they've legitimately got under your uh, under your skin.
1: No, no. X Factor gets under my skin. That's just sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, in second place, again, deservedly Fish? monster of a season. James Fisher Harris. Yeah, good. Yeah, eighteen point one one percent.
0: Excellent. I'll tell you what. This is this is uh, shaping out to be quite a formidable side next category I presume we're talking about the hooker we are I'm predicting a landslide in this one what about you mm. oh not so much three horse race clear clear winner yep. with uh, the second and third place getters very close to each other Yep. and uh, your winner the hooker for our team of the year Hazza yes. Harry Grant 45% well of the vote and, and change
1: well done <laughs> he's fucking
0: John Plath. This cunt's relentless um <laughs> in second place, Just, Appy. Yep. And uh, about one and a half percent behind that, Captain Cuntox himself, Cameron Smith.
1: I'll take that as an outright victory for Appy, simply because Harry Grant uh, gained the whole only decent player in a shit team.
0: Yeah, but we're not the Dally M's. <laughs> it's not actually like we're not. <laughs> it, there's no way for a shit player in a, a good player in a shit team That's to it. to grab
1: all of the votes up. Um, and team of the year interchange.
0: This is going to be a fucking landslide. I know because I remember who was on the ballot. I I can see the yes. shadow of the graph, and I bet you I know who it is.
1: Bet you don't. Really, the winner is Moses Leota. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. They yeah, I was gonna Brandon say. <laughs> I was gonna say it had to be Brandon Smith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was? So what was the percentage on that one? Terry? Uh,
1: fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Jeez. Who came second? Um, Tino. Tino. Fair enough. Tino was second with a uh, a commanding twenty-eight point
0: three. Damn a Fucking storm picked up a few. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank
0: you. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, like, but you know what? I don't even care if the, the the storm of you know mostly the spine of this team because they are but Cameron Smith isn't one of them. Exactly. <laughs> He's nowhere to be found. Ben Walker. Where are you are Ben Walker. Great Manly player. Was he he was, he was the the NRL highest point scorer of the, the the year in what like the early 2000s in the when he was playing at Manly. Next. Should have been Cheese. 1 2 All right, next up, it's the player of the year. And uh, the player of the year with uh, 37% of the vote. Pretty good spread here.
1: Yep. Nathan Cleary. There we are. Yeary. Yeary of. Hashtag, it can't be stopped. Can't be stopped.
0: If only, if only we, uh, we, we didn't have a, a hashtag of the year thing to really see
1: if that would work later on. Yeah, but um. it's it's it doesn't say yeary of hashtag yeary of Cleary. It just says yeary <laughs> of Cleary. So as long as he's winning, it's hashtag of the year.
0: Right. Uh, the the uh, the other placings here. Uh, in second place, Teddy, and in third place, very narrowly. Like, was it point? Zero point three nine. Yes. Uh, Captain Cuntox. Yes. Tulson Toller. Jesus Christ. Now you're dragging one out of the abyss of the past. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh Captain of the Year. Only a three-horse race with Cameron Smith, RTS, and Boyd Cordner. They better have done the right thing here. And they have with 55.91% of the vote. Roger, two of us a shek for captaining the Warriors team to some fucking magnificent victories. Just just honestly
0: just an inspirational season given what they were facing. So yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm glad that okay I'm glad that. that I'm glad that the the voters did the right thing there. I mean, the Warriors didn't really give the voters anything to work with in most categories, mm. but uh, I'm glad when they had the chance they did the right thing. Yes. Legends. That's it. Next.
1: Who's Ned Kelly?
0: It's uh, it's 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 Ned who in uh, the digi who recently sent us the the digi members about his misadventures with um, oh, gotcha. which uh, okay. with Tinder and, and um, nice. picking up roots and nice. stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Warriors fan. Speaking of Warriors, where's Levius? You moved back to the Gold Coast. All of a sudden, you don't come out at night anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or well maybe 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 he got something got some of that ice. That motherfucker. Got some of that ice in him. I I even got him. I was gonna get him to train me, to personal train me. <laughs> now that I'm spending some time down the coast. Yeah, yeah. You know? Motherfucker doesn't return phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Next up This is gonna be the most foregone conclusion of the year, I think. I think this will be the most dominant result. The rookie of the year. Yeah. And the winner, with eighty three point eight percent of the vote, Harry Grant. Is it even worth talking about the minor placings when someone's grabbed eighty three percent, almost eighty four percent of the vote? Is that a record? No, I, a record it's got to right? be close. It's got to be close. I can yeah. get, I'll go back. I'll go back through the data. That has, has to be one of the largest margins we've ever had. Um, in second place back with ten point six percent, with Stephen Crichton. Yep. And then, in very minor places, we had yeah, uh, you know, Toby Rudolph and uh, Elias Katoa. This baby goat shit. That's not going to get old at How all. How has awesome. nobody
1: realised that Cruzy said not to swear because his kids in the car and he's driving, but he's still typing in the fucking YouTube <laughs> chat. Yeah,
0: that kid will die with pristine virgin virgin ears after I fucking pulls into a tree. <laughs> All right, what's next?
1: Coach of the year. Coach of the year and the winner. Very, very close race. 32% Craig Bellamy, and I think that's well-deserved. Um, you know, he had uh, he had some personnel challenges.
0: Yes. And? And they were relocated for almost the entire year as well. I mean, not on the same sort of scale of significance. Yeah, as but theirs th- was a
1: plus. Yeah. As, as well, so was the Warriors because anywhere is better than that fucking cunt hole in New Zealand. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but just in the same way that anywhere is better than that cunt hole in Melbourne. Yep,
0: it's so, true.
1: Much of a muchness.
0: What does that say with the MJR Dog? says message retracted. What are you scared of, you coward? <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. What's done? What's he done there? What's he, what's he done there? Um, Paul Max says, "Cheese, Grant, Munster, Pappenhausen, and other Storm actually likable." I don't feel like the Storm are likable yet. However, all of those no. players you listed very likable. And you know what? Once Captain Cantox is passed on to the into the forever, yeah. forever beyond in the fucking Gold Coast hinterland, yeah. I think the Storm are going to be a lot more likable yeah. because there's not going to be any of that sour cunt in the field. There's not going to be any more of that sour cunt in the press conferences. Yep. It's going to be just the lads. It's going to be the fucking boys yeah. like Cheese and Munster.
1: Yep super likable that's it that's it and uh, look just to explain something Bethany's just said the storm has always been likable if you haven't been infected by New South Wales media brainworms um, just as you know I think it's deplorable to be a dirty filthy state trader mm-hmm. the only thing worse than that is being a team trader and turning you back on your original team true especially to go for the storm yes. So just every comment is now um, dusted with that salt bait, bitch. <laughs> Next.
0: The grub of the year. Grub of the year. This will be interesting. I can't even remember who's on the ballot. So no, let's it check it. Oh, a close race too between the f- the first and second. Oh, here we go. He's got one. He's finally got one. He's been nominated a few times. He's finally got himself one with 29.9% of the vote. Captain Cuntox himself. Yes. Cameron Smith is the 2020 Grub of the Year. Second place. Sam Burgess narrowly, narrowly. And then we have to th- then we have to go back another 10% to to the likes of Dylan Walkers and uh, Nathan Browns. And Jai Arrow, despite being, make no mistake about it, recency bias, cunt. Very, I mean, yeah, I mean, with recency bias, I only got him 8%, though. Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> uh, hit of the year. Hit of the year. Uh, went out with, now just to, oh, see, I'm disappointed in this. Chad Townsend on Calen Ponger didn't win. Now, anyone who felt disgust for voting for Chad Townsend, that should have been trumped by the hit being by the on delight Kalen Ponger <laughs> and high and late.
0: Look, I mean, I know it doesn't count. I know, I know it doesn't like it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't result in votes. No, directly. No, but I came.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the winner with forty one percent was Mikasivo when he absolutely steamrolled and murdered James Tedesco all the way back in round six. That
0: was it, yeah. Was that the
1: first round? No, it wasn't the first round. No, first, round, was yeah, first round, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that was great. That, that was, was great. Fantastic Do we have
0: any minor placings? Had any, any, what was the percentage on that one again? 29. i sorry,
1: okay. that was 41. 41. Um. So 29% was Chad Townsend on Callum Ponell. At least he polled. That's it. <laughs> Next
0: category is the hashtag NRL Chaos finish of the year. Now, just to refresh memories, uh, and actually they're kind of trunk out. No, they're there. So we had uh, the contenders were Manly versus Zeal round 10, which uh, was basically where Brad Parker murdered Mike Sivo to, to, to save the game for Manly. Um, Dragons versus Bulldogs round 10 which I believe was the result where the Bulldogs were winning easily. Yes. And it got chipped away and chipped away and ultimately resulted in uh, Corey, in, in Smooth Corey scoring a try off a charge down or something to, to win the game. Um, round 20, Broncos versus Cowboys. Obviously, the Broncos shot out to a big lead there. And then, uh, as we all remember, Dean Jones died and it turned the game on its head and the Cowboys came home strong to win. And um, finally, the Storm versus Roosters in round eight. Your winner with... of the vote. Storm versus Roosters in round eight. Defeating uh, the Broncos Cowboys round 20 with uh, 26%
1: of the vote. There you go. There you go. We've moved on. The pink highlighter section. (laughs) The Real Dad Memorial Award for the player who only shows up once per season.
0: I had some just just as an aside. I had someone uh, when I put the the link out the other day, just the, you know, last chance to vote sort of thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Someone said, How is how does Corey Norman possibly on that on that ballot? I mean, he, he didn't show up at all. Uh, well, I, was, I said, He didn't show up once. I, I'll give you two once that game where where, where the, he scored to, yeah. to beat the Bulldogs, and the second time was. The, the kicks in general play he did to put the Broncos in the end goal yeah. to sti- to oh which is contributed to the wooden spoon hundred percent so uh, yep put put some respect on his name I mean like when I say respect I mean I'm talking like a speck of respect <laughs> on his name but <laughs> but yeah uh, just a little bit
1: but the winner through no fault of his own was effort face Tommy Turbo Pratardovich. <laughs> With fifty three point five four percent of the vote,
0: and it's just a testament to his quality as a player that that after playing about three games all season, he can still win a Twilly. <laughs> That's why he's been getting paid the uh,
1: the big bucks. Next up, a serious one on that: if he does himself again before round six, yes. What do you then feel about the remainder of his contract? Is that depends on what it is? Like for example, if ACL, it's ACL se- season ender.
0: No, no, no. Well, I mean, well ACL, ACLs, nothing's ever happened to him before, so that that would just be fucking terrible luck. Or but ham- if, but hammy if, again. No, but if he did the same hamstring or something like that, yeah. then I'd feel a certain way. But I mean, the, But if he did something like it was some, yeah, you know, like if it was like an ACL or something, that's never happened. Yep. Then I mean, that's just fucking bad luck. I mean, that's just that's just the, that's just one of the the prices you pay, you know, with Brookvale as your home ground. Yep. Um, but. No, he'll be okay. They're, they're seeing experts, world experts on uh, you know, sorting, out this, uh, sorting out his running and, and whatever it is to try and get, the, uh, get it all right, which is good. I'm glad they're actually seeking external support because the, the absolute fucking butcher that is the head physio of that club that I will not name is pro- primarily the number one suspect I have. For why they had terrible fucking injuries this year, so yeah, you know, not just in terms of the rehab, but in terms of you know the timeline for bringing them back and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Next, the decline of the year. The nominees for this category were Anthony Seibold, Brisbane Broncos, West Tigers, and the Parramatta Eels. Look, I th- I'd be happy with any of these. But the winner, with a dominant 64.5% of the vote, the Brisbane Broncos. Yes. Daylight until the second one, which was Anthony Seabold, which is so, also Kyle kind of the Broncos. The combined total, about 85% for the Broncos on that one.
1: Or, although I, I do feel that, you know, they were opposite, opposite sides of the coin. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, hashtag of the year oh, oh
0: is, 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 I, I love that you have to do what, what is it what, what, how many were there was it was a two
1: horse race it was it three four so there was Tigers of Decline Theory yeah. of Cleary Fuck the Broncos and Century of DCE okay so in commanding with 69.69% <laughs> nice <laughs> Fuck the Broncos!
0: Wow, that's so. a that I thought a two-horse race would yield a neck-and-neck neck sort of thing because I mean we've gained a lot of listeners the and, and and given we voice have. to a lot of Penrith supporting listeners. You know what we mean?
1: have. Um, however,
0: you've also aggravated. It appears clearly <laughs> hatred is very strong. <laughs> I look, look. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but it seems to be that approximately seventy percent of the listenership. <laughs> Hate you, cunts, <laughs> because of the actions of basically two people in perpetuating that, that hashtag. <laughs> oh, no.
1: they hate us because they ain't us. Um, <laughs> they hate
0: it. They hate you because you ain't us. <laughs> the, what was second? Uh, the this second was, was you. Yeah. King. Okay. What was the
1: percentage on that one? Twenty-one point six five. That's quite. That's that's quite dominant. And what I'm most happy about is century of DCE. With the lowest mark in Twilly's history of one point five seven percent. You fucking long necked cunt.
0: <laughs> uh, next year you got to lose on to win one. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you know the. I guess it's got a license to be used for a hundred years. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be in our cold, cold fucking graves. <laughs> next up, we got the uh, the Twill this week in League episode of the year. And like, I swear, I am like a goldfish on this shit. Even Either.
1: reading the episode names, I got no fucking...
0: None. No idea. No. So, so look, I anyone who voted for this category that has an appreciation for what that episode was actually about, <laughs> kudos to you. I mean, yeah, I could have gone back and devoted 15 hours of my time to listen to those five episodes to get a feel for which one I thought was the best. But the, uh, the winner, with 37% of the vote... Episode 374, probably recency bias, skin-coloured cardigan was the uh, was the title. Um, second place went back to 346, I guess, which is closer to the start of the season. Um, and that was our Careless Whispers, episode 346. Yep. <laughs> and everyone's just saying they threw a dart at that one. Yeah. You know what? Perhaps we need to find a more fucking scientific way <laughs> to determine the episode of the year. I could just award it based on the sheer number of downloads, but I don't think that's... No, it's not. Yeah, that's 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 not a quality metric, you know. So yeah, so not sure.
1: All right, what's next? Category twenty two The Twill Nation twenty nineteen rookie of the year. Absolutely bloodbath, I'm sure. No. Really? No. So three horse race in this one. Mm hmm. Cameron. Phil and Dean. A so winner. in a uh, very, very solid third place, Dean with 17.32% of the vote. Amazing because he pretty much self-nominated himself. With 40.69% of the vote. Phil in second place. Wow. Which means for any of you quick maps people out there, <laughs> with 41.99% Oof. of the vote Cameron and congratulations
0: look, look he
1: and he deserved it because
0: he's a Broncos fan and he's <laughs> and he has had to fucking eat it this year he has he has had to fucking eat it and so and he's taken it all in good humor yep and which which I like he he didn't he didn't rage quit from listening or the or from the you know social media or anything like that Correct. so um <laughs> and then, oh Phil's in the chat robbed <laughs> <laughs> well you still you still accumulate a large chunk of the chunk of the vote yeah I feel like yeah. we do need to for, for episode and for rookie and mv MVC I think we need to get more scientific I, I don't know if there's like a if you and I just have to be more proactive and each week with mailbag or something we just sort of go well that's that's a vote for that one. You know, like a like a, that person is like, that's the best comic we've seen this oh, week. Fuck, and just put them to the side, you know, and then it's like, and then you get the heroes you deserve. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, these cunts in the chat are having a great old time. All right. Um, next up, the Sharkman 05 Memorial Gronk of the Year Award.
1: Did, Your... Hamm- did Hammers um, nominate the chef at the fucking brewery? <laughs>
0: we should have nominated. We should have nominated fucking Hammers. Can't um, still eat raw pizza. Nigel, <laughs> Nigel Oxford is the, the is uh is the first contender, who are uh, obviously is trying to push the 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 Easts as the working man heroes, the team of the people <laughs> line. Second contestant, Chris Bailey originator of the hashtag Yeary of Cleary and deserves to be the fucking Gronk of all time. <laughs> and the other contender is the perennial fucking gro- resident Gronk we have, Super Grover, who's in the chat right now. And your winner with 57% of the vote over a second place getter with 36% of the vote, Super Grover.
1: Oh, Gronk of the Year again. Dave well takes a Gronk
0: of the Year. That's is How many is that? He's taken. I mean, it's got to be at least th- what two,
1: three, and en- more en- enough that if he had a wife, we'd buy her a diamond ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yet another storm oh. victory. Yeah, look, I can't argue it. It
1: is so. The Twill MVC Most Valuable Contributor Twenty Twenty. This is a big one this is a huge one. Now this one was fairly dominant as well. Putting in a strong position a strong a strong performance I should say after a joint win last year was Aaron Maher. yep with 21.37
0: and like consistent consistently probably going to be on the ballot
1: and year also, in, year out. I would also suggest hasn't won every year previously. Because his humour is too intellectual for a lot of you dumb cunts. Yes. But this one gives me great pleasure and probably the favourite twilly that I've ever read out. The <laughs> winner of the twill most valuable contributor. The inventor of the hashtag Yuri of Cleary. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Chris Bailey with forty five point nine seven percent of it. Well done, you fucking beautiful bastard. Hashtag Yeary minor minor,
0: minor placings. Like, well, who, who came, what came second? Who came second? Aaron oh, Aaron came second. Yeah. And so those other ones, like just looking, just, i can just see the through the um, paper. They're very minor. And then, the other and two it
1: was uh, Sam Warden with 14.5 uh, on top of Super Grover at 14.1 and uh, Terry bringing up the rear. Terry Bull.
0: And honestly, we just we we, we we're such a, a Gronk fluid community when when you can have the same people nominated on both sides of the coin. <laughs> Uh.
1: (laughs) next recount for your recount we'll recount for
0: your Gronk of the Year bitch how's that okay next the final category for the Twillies this year well we are one more an honorary one that's going to happen next but uh the revelation of the 2020 NRL season and your winner with exactly 50% of the vote the new
1: antibiotics my doctor gave me
0: <laughs> they weren't nominated but I, I feel I, I feel like they've uh they, they may, may, may have been MVC certainly certainly for you you're just your life in general <laughs> next is uh, <laughs> and uh, Michael says that was easily this is easily the best season from the two lads, but the cherry on top is no Grover MVC <laughs> Chris Bailey eat that
1: at Glen Blake
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is that Yuri of clear issue was such a punish. But the, the, the feud between him and Real Dad that's been going on the last week and then escalated into like a meme war like today, fucking just tremendous. Oh. Like, like, it's almost like he's retro. He's retrospectively earned the award that he's been yes. invited to receive. So... Um, it's almost it's like some... <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, the revelation of the... I got, got sidetracked so halfway through the... Daniel uh,
1: the, the, the hardest working drugs since Joey
0: Platt. <laughs> <laughs> the revelation of the 2020 NRL season with 50% even of the vote, beating the six again rule, which had 18.9% of the vote. Ooh. So, with 50% of the vote, the winner of the 2020 NRL season, Peter Volandis. How good! How good. There you go, Peter Volandis. Well done. The biggest win he's had all season. Now, I mean, you can talk about the trifling shit like, like you know, saving rugby league. I, I think <laughs> run, running
1: directly at the AFL.
0: I feel like that's the. I, I feel that that they were the things I like to do because I don't agree with everything he's done from a from necessarily an administrative standpoint. Um, he's he's, and he's he's quite reactionary the way he'll quickly fold a rule in, uh, just by sort of putting his finger in his mouth and seeing which way the wind's blowing. Go, oh fuck! I got to do something about that immediately. And yeah, we're not putting a, a lot you know of. What, uh,
1: though? I, I get how that can be frustrating for people who have a more measured approach to the game, such as yourself. But we said it at the beginning of the year, because of the fuck around of this season, Mm -hmm. try shit. Yeah. If there was ever a season to try shit, Mm -hmm. this was it. Even going so far as to games with no finals impact. Yeah, trying some rules for that week. alone. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that takes some fucking balls. Yep. Ah, uh, because there would have been pushback, with, within any business, any organisation. Yep. The loudest voices are always, well, no, we've always done it this way. Yep. This is just the way we do it. Yep. So for him to push through that alone, I think, uh, I think was worth it.
0: Tremendous. Mm. So there's one more. We had a an, an award suggested to us this year as a new award, which was basically uh, like a honor your bets award. And I didn't put this bit on the val- ballot for vote because honestly, I'm just inclined to fucking award it outright <laughs> because for me, there was only one, head and shoulders above everything else, joint winners of the 2020 Honour Your Bets category,
1: mm. Giannis and Levius. Oh, fuck yeah. For Honouring... The- for, for- <laughs> Look, I don't even think that needs to be an Honour Your Bet thing. I think it's just people with general personal integrity that do what they say they're going to yep. do. And are actual decent fucking human beings, so we know that both of them are, and they don't need awards to do it.
0: I mean, like, Giannis made it. For people who don't know, he made he made a an Avi bet with Levius on the result of a game, which happens
1: a million times every. Yeah,
0: and like, for people who don't know what that is, you know, on you're on like Twitter or whatever social media, and if your team loses the game, plays Yep, and if I lose. You get to select my display picture or my avatar on that for for the next week until the next game. Yes, and vice versa. Fucking <laughs> uh, a Dra- dragons fan uh, playing the Warriors. <laughs> Levius's team, Warriors won, and the the display picture he he gave him to use was basically a, a photograph of the the whole George Floyd situation. With the dragons logo on George Floyd's head and the and the Warriors logo on the on the cop's head. <laughs> Putting that in <laughs>
1: three days after he three
0: like literally when that shit was blowing up. I mean like it is like it was like the absolute worst <laughs> worst thing to like Avatar bet to yes. give. But to his he, fucking medicine. He fucking just he, he yeah. climbed up over that trench. And just took the march that, towards you know the what, opposite. That, that <laughs> and should
1: just be. It should be the Mary Poppins Award for people that just take their fucking medicine. Oh,
0: absolutely! Because look, I I I second that motion. That's what we're going to call it going forward. And, I and I swear that um, he actually got that. I mean, he, his account was deleted. I mean, yes. he, he he got his perma on his Twitter account yes. that. Like, but but Which you know, faced with all like. of that, faced with with making a display picture for yourself that was like you know massively mis- yeah, <laughs> you know, distasteful, massively insensitive, not <laughs> then getting your account perma perma banned, fucking out, like outstanding commitment to honoring your bets. Yes, and uh, so and that's all I see. What
1: a way to lose a Twitter account. You know, it's not like he was arguing with some fuckhead who's probably a flat earther. Yes. About the world getting hotter. Yes. So, well done. So, there we go. So, that is the Twillies for this year.
0: And I guess that brings us to full time for the episode, right? It does. Full time for the fucking season.
1: Full time for the season.
0: It's been a strange old year, 2020.
1: And to get serious for a minute. If I look back over this season, the thing that I am happiest about and proudest of is that for a little while, for some, for a long while, for others, shit got pretty dark this year. Yes. Uh, And and life is tough in the best of times. Mm -hmm. You know, there are fucking. Challenges with our our families or our work or, or personal lives or ourselves or inner demons or ghosts from the past, whatever it may be for you. Uh, but this year you had an added level of fuckery. Um, be it with you know losing work or supporting loved ones or you know being from Melbourne just in general because that makes you a shit cunt. Mm-hmm. But being denied
0: the ability to to of your God given right to to eat a succulent bat meal.
1: Yes, if that's what you're into. That's it. Um there was a rosy batty joke in there somewhere, but I left that alone. <laughs> there really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can make them at any time. <laughs> I mean I was just, I was just strictly talking about coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say in her experience bad induced meals are eaten with a straw. <laughs> but um but the the way that when stuff was bad that the nation got around each other Yes. And and there were some fucking bad stories, hey? Yeah. And when we put it out there, that if you were doing it tough, that we were going to have some, some giveaway yeah. memberships. People just jumped in. People jumped in. The amount of people that fucking donated. Mm-hmm. And and even people that, that said just generally that they'd had a hard time or lost their job or were fucking stuck overseas in quarantine and couldn't get back here. Yep. You know? Even then they were like, nah, surely I can't be it. There's someone worse off than me. Yes. You know, so just a, a year off from from usual activity just just showed what an absolute fucking great bunch of human beings you all are. And and really reminded me again that you guys give back to us far more than we give to you. So we love each and every one of you. Um fuck twenty twenty and yeah. Bring on 2021. Hashtag Year of Cleary. And and
0: whilst it won't be the hashtag Year of Cleary next year, <laughs> what it will be in fucking May, the NRL once again Saint Valandis he's fucking done it again. Magic round back on, <laughs> and he is sandwiched and he has removed it from the Mother's Day weekend. He has. So that so
1: we got three days. You've just slammed this cunt for being too reactionary, in which. I heard the personal voicemail you left him. <laughs> Oi, Landis, this is my birthday. Yeah, so could, like, let me tell you,
0: it's uh, yeah, my birthday's on the Sunday of uh, of Magic Round, and I know there's other there's other other Twill members like uh, like on the 14th on the Friday. Yep, and um, and let me tell you, Bender season, hashtag Bender season. <laughs> <laughs> is coming is coming to a fucking suncorp near you <laughs>
1: b-n-d-r-s-z-n <laughs> spelled the most obnoxious way possible yeah it,
0: it's it's coming your way in may uh in may 2021 nice and i hope that i hope that everything is fucking calmed down enough and you know you well know, yeah like australia has calmed down enough like we are like just maintain like w- right now what we are yes no 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 one needs to bat in Victoria, I'm looking at you, clearly at you. Well, South Australia, you got your fucking moments as well.
1: How good is it that we never expanded the game into South Australia?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, we killed off the Rams at just the right time twenty years <laughs> twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to to because uh, this this year, I mean, yeah, once again, we're pumped. Maybe you know, we pumped for Magic Round didn't happen because because of, of the Rona Grand. Our, our traditional Grand Final weekend didn't happen because of the Rona. So um this magic weekend is going to be fucking crazy. And uh and yeah, magic weekend grand final minimum happening. I I, I feel like that there's uh two two trips for the footy that, that I've missed out on in 2020, so I think we're going to need to see uh make some other reasons <laughs> to, to have some more uh, have some more uh, getaways. But um yeah. A great, we, a great year for the show and the and the listeners and the community, and
1: yeah. the fact that we somehow managed to put episodes out every week with no football. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. We were doing fucking movie reviews. Gave myself <laughs> fuck,
0: I gave gave myself fucking arthritis in one of my fingers <laughs> playing that fucking rugby league game oh, on Twitch, God. which I, which was fun and I actually got really good at that game. <laughs> but, uh, uh, just tell you uh, though, uh, fucking keto shit. Like you know, as far as like the uh, inflammation and everything, yeah, gone really zero. Like, I mean, it's like, I've also, it also comes from a lifetime of playing guitar and stuff like that yeah. as well. Gone. Yeah. Nice. Like literally zero. Yeah. How good. If I had a weekend where I was eating pizzas and shit all weekend, Monday morning, I'd wake up sore again. Yeah. But strange shit, zero, like nothing at the moment, nothing, not even, no visible information or actual like. Mine comes
1: from being on a hazmat watch list that I can't actually, fucking shoot jizz at people, so I have <laughs> a lot of finger work.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Bethany. Yeah, Bitcoin keeps going. Yeah. Well, it's true.
1: I'm hoping that alt season starts before bender season. Well, Bethany, you uh, better use that Bitcoin to purchase some things for Bitcoin and come up to the, I don't know, meet up via the Bitbus. I don't know what the fuck is like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes. No, 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 don't bring it out through your banks. Don't let them know you got it. Hide your fortune. Nice. <laughs> Launder it, if you will. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it. That's it for the season. Um, thanks everyone for all the support. Couldn't uh, couldn't say it better than uh, than Jay did earlier. So I'm not going to try. I think he covered it all. And uh, Digi members, I guess we got a couple more for you guys. Yep. And uh, that's for the rest of you. Have a great Christmas.
1: We love you. We'll have see a, you in the new year. Have a great new year. And, uh, we'll be around on the Facebook page and on Twitter.
0: Oh yeah, look, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere while this fucking Bailey versus fucking <laughs> real dad situation is, <laughs> is going on. But um, but yeah, no, there's no 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 gender reveal coming, Alex, at the end. And uh, Maiden the Knights won't win twenty one, and let's hope they never win again. Let's be honest. I mean, we're just talking. We've just been speaking for five minutes about the state of the world and how we hope things change for the better. Can I assure you that a Knights nice premiership does not fall into the Things that are better, column.
1: So that's oh it, guys. God, someone's just pointed that out. What's that Glenn thought he was so clever, finally putting a reference up? Yes, and it's MVC twenty twenty. Chris, in as Whitney Houston and me as Kevin Costner in the bodyguard, <laughs> and Dan in the Facebook group's gone. Isn't your gripe that Chris is stepdad's bodyguard? You got it the wrong way around. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: a referential retard to, to the, the end. to the absolute end. See you next year.
1: Love you later.